0: Hello, and welcome to the special morality episode of Path of the Storm. I, I guess I'm going to be your host, Mark, from Coruscant Knights. And as always on Path of the Storm, I am joined by my two fellow Jedi, Erica and Andrew. Hi. Hello. So, you two have never rolled morality before. Never. That's why I say I'm probably going to be the host here. Okay, so, do you, what, what do you know about Force and Destiny morality?
1: I know that you get to pick when you're building the character Uh if you want to be a light side paragon or start at 50 with Uh extra experience points and that it can be a little bit easier to start as a light side paragon and then there's a whole thing that you're supposed to roll that I have always ignored because I've pretty much exclusively played Star Wars RPG as a podcast
0: Okay, and you've you've pretty much exclusively played Rebellion characters That's true Erica, you know anything about this?
2: I mean vaguely from listening to good old Dice for Brains Yeah. while you're playing you might do something that is conflicting with your character's Uh morality uh, specifically the strength and flaw Mm -hmm. and then therefore you kind of rack that up and then you have to roll for it to see if your morality goes up or down and if you go down too far you become dark side
0: yep yep so I suppose we should start with looking at what our Emotional strengths and weaknesses are. Kel had his unique way of looking at the Force, looking at the intentions in the Force. And uh, his emotional strength was curiosity, and his emotional emotional weakness was obsession. He is starting with a morality score of 71.
1: Bekros' emotional strength was enthusiasm, and the weakness was recklessness. I thought that paired well with a hotshot pilot. Yeah.
0: And Lodi?
2: Uh, Lodi's emotional strength was charity. Mm -hmm. uh, And her weakness was martyrdom. Martyrdom.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So what we do when when we talk about morality in Force and Destiny, we look at, first, the amount of dark side pips that your character used. And we take that number. And then we look at things that may have been morally conflicting to that character. And then we just, since that's so much more vague, we, we come up with a number, and we're we're going to work to come up with numbers together for those things, especially for Becksros, who didn't roll any any force power checks. He hasn't spent any time learning any force powers. Yeah, I think I think we should, in fact, start with Becksros. So Becksros used no dark side points. Bek- Bekros rolled some dark side points, especially in Doug's session, but I don't think they actually came into play like using them. So you don't get any conflict there. The two things in my notes for Bekros getting conflict, and these can both be discussions. The first one happened in our fourth session, which ended up being Act 5, when we were fighting the Nihil. In that first room underground, when we were fighting the Nihil, we encountered Din and Din went down pretty easily, but Becros did not stop beating on him with his lightsaber. That's 100% true.
1: Yeah. It was definitely a moment played towards conflict because I felt Becros was, he'd had his home attacked and he certainly wasn't controlling any source of anger. There. Yeah. And so, yeah, definitely some conflict for that moment.
0: The other one, also from the same session, was that uh, in the previous session, he didn't put on the gauntlet he he was he was very tempted but Lodi talked him down thank you Lodi but then when Lodi decided decided to put the gauntlet on
2: yeah that, that wasn't a decision <laughs> it just happened
0: yeah when Lodi put the gauntlet on Beccaros was very very supportive knowing full well if not that it was a dark side gauntlet that it came from a place that had Sith the Sith code in tapestries on the wall a, a place that was definitely not a light side virgin's. Mm. See, I've already combated your your argument about you knowing it's a uh uh-huh. it's a dark side artifact. Our offline conversation there you've already circumvented place
1: from a dark side place. And I certainly agree that uh Beckros was felt that he was being enthusiastic in taking these tools to defeat the Nihil as the Force willed it. But there definitely was an air of recklessness to that as well, mm-hmm. not carefully thinking it through. So I wouldn't necessarily argue against picking up some conflict from these items. But I think were we need to discuss them. in, If Kel was to discuss it in character with Bekros, mm-hmm. uh, or Lodi, for that matter, you would have a hard time convincing Kel that they were anything more than tools.
0: Erica, do you have any uh, any any bits where Beccaros was particularly reckless, or where you think he should pick up conflict?
2: I mean, the entire journey into the Dark Side Temple was just sort of one long stint of Becks being really reckless really and like what? rushing ahead, and Lodi being like, "Well, hey, hold on, hold on a second. <laughs> and then yeah, uh, I basically back up what you said about his support of Lodi putting on the gauntlet and then just wreck just beating up din Mm -hmm. um well the beating up din part so the thing about morality as I understand it is not necessarily what's good or what's bad Mm -hmm. but what plays against your strength or weakness and I feel like the beating up din doesn't really play into recklessness at all
0: yeah, but there is a definitely there is goes against
2: the Jedi Code.
0: <laughs> good and bad and going with or against the Jedi code. I, I think that is that is inherently part of it. Okay. Yeah. I think I think your strength and weakness are they come into play. They definitely come into play, but I think that they are more tools for you to use to role play your character better. Okay. Like having like like a motivation.
2: Okay. That makes sense.
0: The thing about Din, first, he was on the ground. Second, you didn't even know the guy. That's true. You had not encountered this guy before. <laughs> you didn't really have a grudge against him. You just...
1: Oh, well, I can I can speak to Beckros's mind a little bit in that scene for it. So we knew that we had gotten the call. We had mm-hmm. already dealt with some Nihil up at the top. And Beckros's main focus were the younglings when he got there. Yeah. They were... The Nihil were dangerous. They had stabbed him. They were not, it was not good that they were there. And so having entered the cave and the description being that there were two younglings in that cave with Horbo was, I think, the the tipping point for Bekros. The, an element of letting that anger flash out as a form of uh, protection. Okay. And I will say that the, the fair GM in me, long ago when I was trying to get in a star wars rpg campaign off the ground i had one character who wanted to know what the morality of it was going to be wanted to do a little bit of like the for lack of a better term rules lawyer to okay. it and one of the things i added in there was you know i'm gonna follow i'm i'm a loose gm i'm gonna follow the advice of yoda on what the path is you know fear leads to anger anger leads to hate all of that kind of stuff that's kind of my easy cop out of like anytime your character's showing those because he was building a character that was going to be very angry all the time i'm just going to keep handing you conflict because that's not in line with the jedi
0: code so to speak so Becros would definitely have to take conflict for that so here's where it gets tricky coming up with the actual number i've got one in mind do you have one in mind erica nope do you have one in mind, Andrew? I do. Okay. Tell me what you got. What you have in mind. I don't
1: know if I'm lowballing it, but the number that popped into my head is two. Okay. And then I thought I'm probably, since it's my character, lowballing it. So three would sound fair. <laughs> I like
0: three. Do okay. you like three, Erica? Uh,
2: yeah, sure. <laughs> I feel okay. like it should be higher, so I'm not alone, but that's okay.
0: <laughs> so we, you take three. And then you roll your d10. All right, here we and go. And what you want to do is roll higher than three. Because I'm going to subtract three from you my roll. You said confidently. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, I rolled a nine. All right. So you go up.
1: You go up six. All right. Let's make sure and note that down. Macros is having a good time. <laughs> For a Jedi who won't spend any time studying horse talents, he certainly is benefiting from his second
0: <laughs> force. Uh, so what, what is Beckeros' new new morality? That will put him at 77. Okay. Do you think, as, we, as we've as we reached an end point here, do you think that is an emotional strength and emotional weakness changed? Mm, that's a
1: really good question. That yeah, it's I not one I'm end.
0: prepared for, actually.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Let me stall a moment. I don't think that Bekros's emotional strength or weakness would change in this scenario because the, the things that he's encountered, he hasn't really experienced the consequences of being reckless. Yeah. Like the virgins, the, the things that he's done have other than jumping into a ship (laughs) at the very beginning of the adventure, Mm -hmm. he, uh, he hasn't really suffered too many of those consequences. I thought that he might be a little more cautious, but then I threw that right out in playing him later.
0: So, Well, I, I honestly think that of all of the, the things that you can do for a Jedi, that's not reckless. Mm. Two Jedi jumping into a ship with, with like just pirates, its <laughs> not really a reckless move. Normally it would have gone, gone fine.
2: We've done so many reckless things, but it was okay because we are Jedi.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Kel used one dark side point in our first session when uh, when he thought that he and Beckeros were going to die. So he used it to jump out of the ship.
2: And what are his strengths and weaknesses again?
0: His emotional strength is curiosity. His weakness is obsession.
2: Yeah,
0: And uh, his current morality is 71 don't think he really played into Obsession much here.
2: No. I can't really think of any conflicting moments for him. <laughs> he did a really good job of playing the love, like the level-headed, like, on-the-path Jedi. <laughs> no, yeah.
0: No, yeah. I would say that he was conflicted after the fight, after the first fight. Mm-hmm. Just the fact that he thought they were going to die. And he... Maybe it's not even conflicted about, like, he... He he faced his own mortality, mm-hmm. the mortality of he and and Beckeros as he as he just lapped out of that ship.
1: Yeah, Beckros was out cold. Where was yeah. Kel in the spectrum of someone will be around to catch us? Was it uh, this is the end? I'm just going out on my own
0: terms, or Kel was in the fifty fifty chance that our uh, vector is close enough that I can maneuver it. Yeah. 50 50 chance of survival and if survival is not an option it's better to go out by nature's hand than these criminals hmm.
1: i recall that kel took a moment of meditation as well on cloud city yeah and it wasn't uh the the dark side definitely called i remember on those rolls that you didn't heed the the call of the dark
0: side he did but- not he he changed his form of meditation. he went from like quiet solitary meditation to lightsaber training. Mm. that's true.
2: I think there was also some he was having like a moment of deep introspection at the beginning of that um one two
0: yeah with the with the droid uh, on the little mining platform. yeah because it was not the first time he had uh, he had seen somebody under his care or at least close to being under his care uh, injured.
1: Skipping ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mean to glaze over that, but I, I had a thought, and I'm jumping all the way to back on Bava. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Kel made an, an entrance to it, and I don't know if it's fair to ask this question because it would have been what was going on off screen, but mm-hmm. uh, how was Kel free to join the group?
0: What <laughs> it was, was a great he, question.
1: What was he up to? When the Nihil attacked. Man, I didn't even think about
0: that. So we know from the previous session, the end of the previous session, that he sent off a transmission while fighting the Nihil. I think he was probably overwhelmed and had to basically, like, go into stealth mode and uh, wait for reinforcements. He had Horbo, he had Master Zarias there, and it would seem logical that Horbo was caring for the younglings, trying to get them away, then I would guess Master Zarias was injured in the battle, and the numbers were overwhelming, as they were. There were there were quite a few Nihil in that, in that final mm-hmm. uh, series of fights. Yeah, so I think he got overwhelmed and uh, had to make a hasty retreat into the jungles while waiting for the two of you to come back. So it's up to you two to ter- determine how much conflict i get i get one for using a dark side to leap off the ship
2: yeah like two that's my number (laughs) if that
0: andrew i also thought
1: two but i'm having trouble justifying it
0: (laughs) (laughs) let's see what happens with two yeah uh wow that is a one i want i go down
2: interesting i go down
0: down 70 okay (laughs) trying times And now, Lodi.
2: The one we've all been waiting for. (laughs) All
0: right. In session two, Lodi did not use any dark side points. Yeah. In session three, Lodi used two dark side points to find a switch inside a droid. Yes. In session four, Lodi used two dark side points to throw back Rose toward the Nihil when they first landed on the planet. One dark side point to take a Nihil helmet. One dark side point to use Enhance to jump down a cliff, two dark side points to use Farsight to see through darkness, two dark side points to move Din, and two dark side points to throw rocks at the Nihil.
2: How, how, how many is that in total?
0: Twelve. Mmm. Joy. What morality is Lodi starting at and what are her emotional strengths and weaknesses?
2: Well, whereas the two of you were like, we're going to be paragons. I was like, oh, I want that extra XP. I went for 50. <laughs> so I'm starting at 50. Uh, my emotional strength was charity and weakness, uh, martyrdom.
0: Do you think you leaned into martyrdom at all?
2: A little bit. I Martyrdom is kind of weird to me. It's not something I can easily conceptualize.
0: I kind of feel like she did inputting on the gauntlet that is like using the power to take one for the team so that she has the power
2: yeah and that's also like the using of the dark side points is yeah, yeah, she used them because if she didn't then what was she gonna do the hill were going to shoot her back rows; they would die and everything would be lost so she used the dark side point because that's what the force answered with
0: I don't know that, that this actually made it into the episode, hmm. but in session two, the end of session two in the fight when Lodi got shot, do you remember Lodi's last thoughts before fading into darkness? No. She didn't have any. I thought that was interesting. Huh. Or was it just criff? Either no, way. No,
2: that was when I woke up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Andrew, do you have anything to add to Lodi's descent into darkness? Well, I, I feel
1: that we have to talk a little bit about the deception Lodi pulled on Becros, about how you can't put on the gauntlet and you can't have the gauntlet because there might be something wrong with it. It's a lot. And then you take it's... the gauntlet and then you put the gauntlet on.
2: <sighs> it wasn't intentional. <laughs> Lodi started out in the first part with her where she did a really good job of being like a Jedi. She was, you know detached, calm, logical, I don't know, all the words that you would use to describe a Jedi. And then it started getting personal, and she sort of lost her way there. So even in the temple, she was doing a good job. She was like, no, that's not smart, that's not wise, don't put on the gauntlet. But then as soon as the Bavin Temple was attacked, all bets were off. So yeah, that wasn't intentional, Lodi was not in her right mind on Bava, <laughs> like at all.
0: <laughs> Lodi was also really trying to grab Bekros lightsaber away from him.
2: Yeah, that's because Erica thought, had misremembered <laughs> that it was a dark side artifact as well.
1: <laughs> so was it that you needed the lightsaber to go with the gauntlet or was it that... Uh, no,
2: straight up trying to protect more, Bekros from himself.
0: Or martyrdom of, oh, I'll yeah. take this thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what do you think, Andrew? Is 12 enough? Or, or do we need to add in more for for any additional instances? For me,
1: I think 12 is enough. Yeah. Because I think that the instances where Lodi was displaying those tendencies towards the dark side were yeah. all it, expertly it narrated in yeah. the use of the, the pips. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel care. there was stuff outside of that, really.
0: So 12...
2: five five so seven
0: (laughs) which puts you at
2: 43
0: okay do you think lodi's emotional strength and weakness changed maybe i think kel's emotional strength and weakness
1: oh yeah we didn't ask that question
0: to you i don't know what they will have changed to because the the ones in the core rule book aren't aren't speaking to me so i may have to look through the other books and and see uh (laughs) and see
2: I do have this thought that after a little bit of time has passed and she's sort of like meditating on what occurred and all that stuff, that she might veer more towards indecision. Like I've thought about her being like, yeah, no, I'm just going to be a pacifist now. (laughs) No more lightsaber. (laughs) No more fighting. So her weakness could change from martyrdom to indecision or something like that.
0: Do you think Vecros might pick up a second? Emotional strength and weakness, because that is a, that is a thing. Oh, justice, cruelty. It's a lot of talk about justice.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There's a lot for Beckrose to reflect on, and it's probable that he'll pick up another one. Yeah, I, I think he's going to spend the days following our our series really reevaluating his skills mm-hmm. and how. For lack of a better word, being lazy at the Jedi, Jedi training really hampered his ability in these more dangerous situations. So the, the procrastination, that idea that he might need to actually get his act together, it'll be more of I think that second emotional strength and weakness. Yeah,
0: there's also the pairing of bravery with recklessness.
1: Hmm. I think I, I think it still keep him as enthusiastic because <laughs> I think that that Beckros, will think himself brave. But I think the way that he displays that is going to be more enthusiasm for things than actually being brave. Yeah, I still don't know about Kel.
0: Okay, well, before we finish, Erica, would you like to roll for Lodi trying to take the gauntlet off?
2: Absolutely. What do I roll for that?
0: It's a hard discipline check. I do believe that Kel wanted
1: to talk to Lodi about this gauntlet. I don't know if you guys want to get in character really quickly, <laughs> have a quick discussion about it, and then have an assisted role in taking off this gauntlet. Okay. Do you want to
0: GM, Andrew?
1: It sounds like I am. Yeah. <laughs> I listen, whether or not <laughs> I wanted to, it sounds like I stepped right into that. I'm sorry.
0: You want to set the scene?
1: Set the scene. Okay. So we're still in the Temple of Bhava. Uh, shortly, a couple of days have passed since the Nihil threat was dealt with and things are slowly beginning to get cleaned up and back in order and all of that. And Lodi and Kel find themselves in the cafeteria or their equivalent thereof at the temple. It's uh, probably breakfast time early-ish. Everybody else is, uh, it's, it's relatively quiet and calm here. Most people spent a late night cleaning up and so there's there's an odd other Jedi off in the corner and things along those lines. And you have kind of a quiet moment over Calf to, uh, have a
0: discussion. Lodi, how are you feeling?
1: Um,
2: fine. How are you feeling?
0: I'm alright. Orbo's not too happy about that garden. Uh, I just spent a, spent a little while with him planting some things, but it's gonna be, it's gonna take a while to clean that up.
2: Uh... Yeah, I think, I think, I think I could figure out, um, find some ways from Cloud City, some supplies from there to help mop up ship fluids, whatever they may be.
0: You know, that, that would be really helpful and I'm sure, I'm sure Horbo would appreciate it. Um, I bet we could get some of the, uh, help that you've got with the temple there to come and do some repairs too. Bring some of those droids over.
2: Of course. That would be an excellent idea. The Night really did a number on this place.
0: Yeah. He sips his calf and looks Lodi over.
2: Not meeting your eyes, just, like, sipping her calf. Very self-conscious about the gauntlet that's still on her
0: arm. <laughs> Lodi, if I'm being honest, it seems like they really did a number on you, too.
2: I won't deny that... <sighs> I won't deny that. It was a rough... It's been a rough time dealing with this threat uh, that they posed. It's bad enough when they wreak destruction on others, but when they make it personal, bring it to your home, threaten the people you care about, That was. that's a challenge.
0: It is a challenge. It's something we have to face, and we all face it in our own ways. I can't help but notice that you're still wearing that thing
2: I haven't been able to get it off
0: I can help you if you want Lodia nods her head I recently heard from one of the masters on Coruscant about these statues that were found and there was some really interesting thing that uh, a few of the masters did to bind them see they had uh Created by probably the same people who made this gauntlet way back when. They had that that darkness. Maybe we could do that here.
2: Well, maybe. What was the what was what was the process? Do uh, we need do we need oh, Kel or Master
0: Let's just try it. <laughs> I, 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 let's just focus on getting it off first. Okay. Uh, are you, you good to do that here? We need to go to one of the meditation chambers.
2: I think. I mean, we could do it here.
0: It's pretty quiet.
2: Yeah. So he kind of like looks at the door to see if anyone's going to be coming in.
0: Probably not.
2: Yeah. Let's let's go ahead and give it a shot.
1: All right. So I guess I'm rolling now. Yeah. How, how can Kel help Andrew? I thought we might treat it as an assisted roll. Okay. Which I don't know if that actually grants any other benefits than a boost, depending on the skill sets involved. But then I thought, and I'm just going off the top of my head in terms of memory, uh, Kel had some talents that also might come into play. But I don't remember what any of I them I actually
0: think we both have one rank and discipline, so none of my talents are going to work. Well, it's a good scene either way.
2: <laughs> nice little bonus content for everybody.
0: Mm-hmm. You do have one discipline, right?
2: I do, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I will just offer you a boost.
2: Okay So, two, three, two, four, five, six. Five. Okay, 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 okay Three successes And, yeah, three successes Hey Darn thing off
0: So what does this gauntlet feel like to you?
2: What does it look like again?
0: It's silver plates Sort of like chitin on a bug
1: hmm.
0: I think there was a gem Maybe on the back of the hand and it goes up to your shoulder.
2: All the way up to the shoulder?
1: Yeah. And it's called the Gauntlet of Justice, right? <laughs> that's
0: just what we've called well, that's it. That's what we <laughs> called it. Uh, it, is, it is technically called Nier's Gauntlet. Nier's Gauntlet, okay.
2: It feels almost like like there's nothing there, which is like a little bit of added weight. Like, when she moves her arm around, she can feel the difference um, from the plates, but otherwise it's like nothing.
0: Do you respond to to Kel with that sort of description? Yeah. No,
2: physically anyway.
0: Yes, it it physically feels that way. How does it how does it feel to you in the force? I've I have to be honest, I've noticed that you've been acting differently since you've put that on even even in the minutes after you put that on.
2: It feels dark. It feels rough. I I only had it to keep it away from Vecros. <laughs> and in a moment of weakness it was on my arm.
0: We all give in sometimes. It's a matter of what we do afterwards. It's what really counts. Now, you said it feels rough. If you close your eyes can you feel that roughness? Try and smooth, smooth it out. You let the dark side flow off you. And if you don't mind, I will attempt to take it off.
2: Lodi kind of like rests her arm out towards uh, you um, with her palm, like her fingers outstretched and her palm down. Almost like she's reaching out to shake your hand mm-hmm. for you to kind of try and pull it off.
0: Yeah, I think Kel puts a hand on her under Lodi's forearm and one under, under her bicep and sort of waits to feel if it almost loosens at all.
2: It does and Lodi kind of grits her teeth and says, like, yeah, that stings, but let's get it off.
0: Just let that darkness flow off and Kel gently slides the gauntlet off. There, is that better? It will be. I'm going to go Put this thing in the basement. We'll take it to Coruscant next time we, we're heading to the, the core.
2: I trust you with that.
0: And Kel wraps the thing up in his his cloak, grabs his cup of calf, and says, May the force be with you, Lodi. I'll see you in a little bit.
2: For light and life.
1: Great scene. Now, I do believe that Kel has to roll a discipline check having touched the gauntlet.
0: Now you wrapped it up.
1: It's fine. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: So, listeners may have noticed that about halfway through Path of the Storm, the, the subtitle, a a High Republic miniseries changed to a, a High Republic story. Would either of you like to share any potential reason why that might be? Season two? Oh, yeah. Uh, we're not committing to any dates yet, but there may be more. Path of the Storm on the Horizon.
2: We are earnestly speaking about it.
0: Erica. the only required reading for this series of episodes was uh, the first High Republic book. Yes. What would you say is the required reading for Path of the Storm 2?
2: I believe I told you guys to read The Edge of Balance, Mm -hmm. Volume Mm 1. I would obviously... I think Into the Dark is... So, yeah, yeah into the dark I always get That's in my- out of the shadows mixed up <laughs> yeah. into the dark as well they're both really really well and they both cover the uh the next part of the higher public that we're gonna be dipping, mm-hmm. in, dipping into I believe the volume volume 2 of the uh the marvel comic series as well covers
0: this covers this creature one and two one and two I think it's in one, yeah.
2: Hmm. Well, yeah. There you go. So the Marvel comic, uh, the Edge of Balance graphic novel manga, it's not a manga. It's re- it reads left to right. Graphic novel and Into the Dark.
0: Yeah, you could read all of those in about two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks isn't when we're starting season two.
2: No. No. <laughs> <laughs> you got a while.
0: The higher will be. They'll be done with it by the time we get to season two. That's not true. They'll probably be like halfway through phase two yeah anyway thank you all for joining us for path of the storm season one i am the host of coruscant nights and the other place mark Eberhart. i do all sorts of other stuff i'm the creative director for fight in a box games you can find my stuff at nightcastcreative.com or MarkEberhart.com. Uh erica where can we find you
2: you can find me on course at nights sometimes yeah and And? twitter oh the other place
0: the other person
2: oh and on and on dicey cantina
1: (laughs) It was a long time ago it's okay
2: it's a long time ago and honestly on dice for brains and not Mm -hmm. another tavern i mean if we're just gonna list them all
1: (laughs) yeah and andrew uh everything i do tends to go under the umbrella of the dicey cantina uh it's a podcast youtube channel and a very very poorly designed website so you can find me at the handle, Dicey Cantina, DiceyCantina.com. And the majority of my time is spent on the Nightcast Discord. I suggest everybody join that. Tell us what you liked about the Path of the Storm. Tell us what you want to see in Season 2, if you want to
0: see a Season 2.
1: Do I and, uh, like
0: that. And come hang out. If you are listening to this on the Coruscant Nights podcast feed, cool. Uh, just so you know, there is going to be a Path of the Storm Podcast feed of its own so that we don't confuse the two things. You can actually find that now. If you've liked this mini series turned show, please leave a rating and review there so more people can find it there. Link in the show notes? Uh, Sure, yeah. (laughs) Motion like
1: we're doing video. This is an audio medium, Andrew.
0: (laughs) Uh, May the force be with you all.
2: For life and light.